A quick warning, this episode contains some strong language. I'm Nora McNerney, and this is Terrible. Thanks for asking. I love saying that. I get to say that every week. And I mean, sometimes it feels a little bit silly, but mostly it feels great because those four words, just terrible, thanks for asking. That's all I wanted to say every time someone asked how I was doing after my first husband, Aaron, died in 2014. And yeah, after my husband died, people asked how I was doing. They asked me a lot. I was asked that at the funeral um, months later when I would run into acquaintances at Target. And I just wanted to scream out the truth. I was just doing my best to blend in with all these normal people around me who now, I guess when I think back on it and I think about them, they were going through their own version of something terrible and they were just doing the same thing I was doing, which was basically lying and not maliciously, but there's a reason that when we're asked how we are, we usually don't say terrible thanks for asking. And that is that we are just trying to smooth the rough edges of our life for the people around us. And I don't know, it is something that we all do, and I'm not here to say, you know, the the ideal way to live your life is just unload all your feelings on every single person who makes small talk with you. That's my, that's what I do. Uh, get your own hobby, I would say. But I do think that it's worth it to at least be able to tell ourselves the truth about how we're doing. Um, how am I doing? How am I? How am I doing? So, my senior producer Hans and I, you know what? I've I want more Hans in this show, and I know you do too. Hashtag Fonz of Hans. We we do actually ask our guests that question after interviews. We say, "How are you?" And sometimes, I mean, honestly, quite often they say like the title of our podcast. They shoot that back, and I get it. Jokes on me. And also, there's often a huge pause like a shocked pause because that question is the kind of small talk we're supposed to be avoiding the kind of small talk I'm allegedly against but after spilling their guts to a stranger me they're in the right space to actually answer that question how am I and hopefully you are too it's your turn to do this on twitter and facebook Sent a little tweet, sent a little message. I said, just tell me how you really are. And some of you answered, and the rest of you are dead to me, and why do you hate me, and why don't you respect me? Like, why won't you reply to my tweets? So when we come back, here's how you are. Really. So, how am I? 
To be honest, I'm worried. I'm very, very worried. I stay worried a lot, and I feel like my life is just passing me by, and I just cannot stop worrying and just live life. And I don't know when it will end and when I'll ever have peace of mind. A little over two years ago, our daughter had a stillbirth of our first grandchild. How am I doing? Not good. She's doing better and it seems like the better she's doing, the worse I'm doing about it. I think because I feel like I don't have to hold her up any longer. So now I can actually feel the loss myself. Some days are really good and I don't think about it and other days I can't stop thinking about him. That's how I'm doing. I have been dealing with the grief of losing my dad about nine months ago after a very short battle with cancer. And he died three weeks before my wedding. So mostly, I guess it's just depression. Straight up depression that my life will never be as good because he's not in it. And anything that is good or happy is will always be bittersweet because I can't share it with my dad who was the best and my favorite person in the entire world. Um, but things are slowly but surely getting better. I can say that I'm having more good days than bad now. I think that if I didn't have that permission to just feel, feel sad when I even though it's a happy day or something like I don't know I feel like if I had not had that permission to feel what I'm feeling when I feel it um, I might have put a lot more self-blame or I guess expectations on myself in this kind of grieving journey and I anticipate I will have more bad days to come probably tomorrow or something Four years ago, um, I lost my mom uh, to ovarian cancer. Right after she was diagnosed, I ended up meeting the love of my life, who was an awesome dude and uh, probably the only reason I made it through losing my mom. Handsome dude, God. Tall, beautiful man with a big, awesome beard. <laughs> and, uh, he was battling a pretty private addiction that um, I was not aware of uh, until we had actually been dating about a year. And he was a law student. He, he was addicted to Xanax 
and um, began drinking really heavily. Stuck it out for about a year and a half through treatments with him, all of which proved to be unsuccessful. Um, and it ultimately took his life. Um, it took his life on the three-year anniversary of my mom's death. Same day. Um, and because of his battle, I am now almost 30 and living with my dad. <laughs> my dad is selling my childhood home in a few months and I'm not even working because of depression and anxiety and uh, scared to go on meds and um, it's crazy not knowing literally right in front of you what the next chapter of your life is going to look like and uh, it's pretty fucking scary <laughs> trying to be excited about it but when your two favorite people in the world are gone like what do you do you know it's hard to take yourself that's in a million pieces and try to be a functioning human being. Thank you for listening. I guess I would usually consider myself a pretty positive or uh, relatively optimistic person, but I'm struggling with a couple things right now. Uh, it's the two-year anniversary of my mother's death from ALS. Uh, I'm planning a wedding, which is stressful in and of itself. And then also just the general state of the world right now, which feels honestly really hopeless and disheartening for anybody in America, especially I think, progressive people in general. And I guess the difference is that I have been noticing more and more lately that I get a feeling that I described to a friend as uh, the shave your head and move to Australia feeling, which I guess to me just means that sometimes I'm overwhelmed with the feeling that I just want to drop everything and start over. And it's not really true because I love my life. I love the people that are in it. I have a great support system. I have a great home, family, friends, pets. Um, but I often find myself just wanting a complete do-over. I just want to put this aside and try something new. Um, it's it's really overwhelming, but uh, we we keep going. Everyone keeps going every day, so that is the least I can offer people. I hope this doesn't sound too depressed. I'm pretty positive, so hanging in there.
Um, my name's Sheree. I'm 29. <clears throat> About to be 30 in approximately 13 days' time. I'm laying down um, after a night out and it's about 2.39 or it is 2.39am in Sydney and I'm fucking furious and angry, bitter, twisted on behalf of myself and of the family that I have left. I am wet. I've been trying to wash away my anxiety for the last hour. I'm burning. The cuts in my knuckles are valleys. Through them run rivers of soap and water that still don't make me feel clean. I'm uncertain. Which voice should I listen to? The one telling me that my windpipe is a knot and it's tightening around itself? Or the one telling me to breathe? How am I? I'm alive. And for now, that'll just have to do. Um, I realized that my post or my recording sounded incredibly depressing um, and angry. The reason that sounded so angry is that over the last two years I've come to know that my father is not the person that he sold himself to be to our family and the wider community that he is part of um and upon finding out who he really was, he showed zero remorse for all the hurt that he's inflicted on everyone. And he's walked away and washed his hands of his family and of the white children. And I guess because it's 2.38am and I'm sending you a message that I haven't really come to terms with it. How are you? I am good and sad and excited and overwhelmed. I am starting grad school. I've started grad school this summer in a new city where I don't live. I'm only here for the summer and 
it's so cool that I was accepted and that I'm proud of myself for coming here by myself and for learning the city and for pushing myself. Um, this program is, is hard and I know that I am capable and I know that I can do it but I, I just have these waves of what did you do but I I miss home I miss my partner and I miss our cats <laughs> and uh, I just wish it didn't take so much discomfort to gain insight to grow I am uncomfortable and I'm lonely and I have great new friends I have wonderful very new friends who have tried so hard to make me feel comfortable and I just can't get out of my own way I'm so awkward I'm, ugh, I overthink things but I don't want to mess it up. It's so hard to make friends as an adult, you know? It's so hard. Just... I don't know. I don't know what to do with any of it. hours ago, I was still a little bit of a mess because there were so many things going on at my job that were out of my control. And when I can't control my part of the day, it really triggers my anxiety. It's not that I'm a control freak. I just hate feeling out of control. Right now, all I'm doing is sitting in my bedroom hanging out, watching my fish swim around, and it's making me calm. My jaw is relaxed. I can actually make sure that my back teeth are not clenched. I have actually managed to break a molar from clenching my jaw from anxiety. Today, though, I'm good. I'm really good. I am stressed. <laughs> My parents are in the midst of a divorce after being married for over 50 years, and it is not an amicable thing. Uh, I have five kids who are all awesome. Um, one of my kids has a terminal prognosis. And um, in addition, I was just entirely ghosted by one of my best friends on this planet and I am still wanting to undo all of that um, it followed a what should have been a minor argument that escalated I guess and uh, so I, I guess I'm I'm, I'm kind of lonely for that friendship back but uh, I'm here you know and my cat's meowing at the door um, so I guess I would say I'm stressed, but hanging in there.
Have you ever felt like you're not necessarily doing good, but you're not necessarily doing bad either, and you're in this weird in-between spot where you just don't know what to call it? Yeah, that's how I am right now. I'm okay. My husband is currently experiencing some symptoms that they think are RA, uh, rheumatoid arthritis, and it's scary because he's struggling to walk and he's a stay-at-home dad, so he cares for our baby. And we already have to deal with caring for my mother who has multiple sclerosis and struggles to walk and has some cognitive function problems and I'm really worried about our future. You know, we're only 37 and and I'm looking at a future of him potentially never being able to go back to work, you know, and and that wasn't our plan and it's not horrible, you know, he's not dead. Like our daughter is beautiful and growing and thriving. And she loves that she gets to spend her days with Dada. But I'm worried. And especially as I look at what our government is doing and what the real effects could be for my family. The tariffs that they're introducing are ones that could impact my industry and cause layoffs and... How do I make sure that I can pay to continue our healthcare coverage so we don't have a gap in coverage that could affect my husband's outcome um, when we're barely scraping by? Hey guys, um, answering a question like how I'm doing can change a little bit almost every 10 minutes. Um, a lot's gone on the last couple years for me and my family and everything from, uh, my mother passing away due to complications from emphysema and, um, my grandfather getting deeper into the dementia that's had a hold on him for a little while and a few friends uh, dying from suicide and and right now I'm taking time away from my home base in the southeast and I'm up here in the northeast helping to look after my grandparents for a little while and just uh, spend as much good time with them as I'm able to do. It's good. It's helpful. It's hard, but it gives me a reason to keep on going when, in the last couple of years, there seems to be less reason to keep on going at times. doing. There are days I'm scared. There are days I'm worried. There are days I don't know how it's going to end. But honestly, I guess I'm okay.
I'm struggling from near crippling anxiety and nobody seems to know and I I have no idea how to talk about it. My name is Timothy. You ask me how I'm doing. What I really just want to say is I'm fucking tired. Um, I'm tired from spending the last two years being basically a rat in a cage. I lost a job because of a series of mental breakdowns. I lost memories to electroconvulsive therapy. I spent so many weeks doing ECT and being in psych wards and being in intensive outpatient treatment. On top of all of that, I've been very financially insecure, and it's a well-known fact that austerity is highly beneficial for your blood pressure and mental health. I mean, that's, that's just science. <sighs> I know my mental illness could prove terminal at any time, and quote-unquote survival will take a hell of a lot out of a person. They talk about little victories in the context of mental illness. If victories consist of stumbling downstairs every morning for some leftover coffee, or brushing my teeth every other day, or being, I don't know, not dead, then I'm goddamn Michael Phelps. I mean, where's my medal? So, yeah. How am I? I am fucking tired. And I really want that medal. Thanks for asking. I've been sick since January, constantly nauseated and throwing up anything that I eat. And it took the doctors five months before they figured out that I have a tumor in my intestines. So for five months, I didn't know what was going on, and I was scared. Scared because it sucks being in the dark about your body when your body's doing something that is completely not normal or status quo. And then when I found out that I have a tumor, well, then came the fear of, is it cancer? And then when they did a biopsy and yeah, it came back as cancer, then came the fear of, well, what does this mean for my future? Lucky for me, I guess it's early stages. And so my prognosis is good. I'm gonna survive this. But why doesn't that make me actually feel better? Maybe because even though I have loved ones who support me, and are taking care of me, and are trying to be there for me, I can't actually tell them how I'm feeling. I can't tell them that most days I feel shitty. I feel tired and exhausted from the lack of sleep. I feel pain in my stomach a lot of the time. And I feel like I can't tell them because when I do tell them, they seem disappointed that I'm not feeling any better because it's been six months seven months so I feel disappointed in myself when they feel disappointed that I'm not feeling better 
And then I feel anxious that I can't tell them. I feel isolated and I'm so lonely. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm lonely. And I'm scared. I'll survive. But it's taking its toll on me. Is a big sigh a mood because it's kind of how I've been feeling lately is just one giant exhausted sigh. So how are you? Really? And you don't have to wait for me to ask you. By the way, you don't have to follow me on Twitter. I'm really not very interesting, but you can share your answer with us anytime. The next time you're ready to answer this question, just record it on your phone. Phones are phones are bonkers. They can do so much now. And then just email it to us at ttfa at americanpublicmedia.org. Please put the L in public media. I've I've missed it numerous times. And it's always funny. <laughs> It's always funny, but that's a different organization. Um, <laughs> thank you, everyone who sent something in to help us make this episode. And a special thank you to the people who appeared in this episode. Lee, Allison, Laura, Katie, Caitlin, Cherie, Suparna, Kristen, Heather, Courtney, Marissa, Mahali, Megan, Lloyd, Tim, Phoebe, and Glenda. I'm Nora McNerney, and this is Terrible. Thanks for asking. Our senior producer is Hans Buto. Our theme music is by Joffrey Wilson. Our project manager and the light of everyone's life is Hannah Meacock-Ross. We are produced by American Public Media. L's important. Okay, bye. <laughs>